the higher the emotions, the more our judgment becomes clouded. Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we talk about how you and your organization can take your next step in your leadership journey. Let's get to it. Well, welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we believe your church can grow, your church should grow, and your personal growth as a leader really does make a difference, and that we need to be more consistent with our podcast, which is my fault, Logan. <laughs> it's totally, I've had these written, Perry. I know. It's my fault. It's just been crazy. We're starting a church. We've got brand new stuff going on at the growth company, writing a book. Um, a lot going on. In yeah, office, I'm going to the moon. Um, I mean, just running all, for president. Running for president. Oh. I am. I'm going to run for president. Would you vote for me? That depends on what your policies are. Uh, I'm not the typical millennial. I'm going to listen to you. Oh, just kidding. Yay. I just cracked on millennials. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't, folks. That was not me. That, that was, was me. Logan. I apologize to my fellow millennials. <laughs> Anyways, this is our second to last Confidence Killer podcast. It is. It is. And you just killed the confidence of every millennial listening. We can do this, you guys. I'm so sorry. No, you can do, keep going. Keep going. Listen, we're just going to dive right into it. We had three Confidence Killer podcasts before yep. this. Yep. Our, we've dealt with three Confidence Killers. That's right. And now we're moving on. What is number four, Perry? Confidence killer number four is being unhealthy. Now, if somebody would have told me five years ago that personal health actually impacted confidence levels, I would have dismissed them as like slightly crazy. But I can honestly say now today that personal health is a major player when it comes to confidence. I mean, I'm with you. Like, I understand what you're saying. I think everyone knows when they look good they feel better but what do you mean like what do you mean when you're saying health is that the gym is that food is that supplements well it's it's health and nutrition are a really big deal but there are three main things we got to focus on when it comes to this and let me say this i can't say this enough before i get into all of this self-awareness is one of the greatest gifts a leader can have or just a human can have in general you got to know what you can and you can't do so under Um, under this, there's three things you really got to pay attention to. The first is rest. Um, With a gift of self-awareness comes the knowledge of how much rest we need. Um, I can operate on five or six hours of sleep per night. Absolutely not. Um, I need more. Now, if I can get seven or eight... There we go. I mean, I'm good. If I get eight or more, dear God, I'm a tornado the next day. Um, but that works for me because I know guys that say, hey, I work 18 hours a day. Well, that's great if you're wired for that. But if you're not wired for that, then you can't do it. So you got to figure out how much rest you need. I actually have a sleep app on my phone. What's the name of the app? What, what, what is the name of that app, Ed? Sleep Cycle. Yes, and it tracks my sleep, and uh, I didn't sleep worth a Mine's called night. Dark Circles. If I wake up and have them, I didn't sleep good. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, so you got to get enough rest because in, insanity comes when we try to emulate somebody else's schedule who needs more or less rest than we do. And only you, only you can determine how much rest you really need. And a well-rested leader will be a more confident leader. I like how the first one for health and wellness was rest. Yeah. 
I feel like a lot of people thought you were about to jump into the gym or food or something like that. So I, I like that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to curveball. You got to do that. You got to do that. So what is the second thing to consider for S- optimal health? Second thing is nutrition. Like what are we eating and drinking on a consistent basis? Because um, not getting enough rest plus slamming coffee and sodas um, or energy drinks all day um, then, because of the leftover caffeine in your body, you get no sleep the next night, that schedule is going to cause you to crash. And I know that because I did that. I would drink, Logan, at one point, I was drinking 15 to 20 cups of coffee a day. Are you, your teeth, man, that is so I, bad. I know, I know, I know. And so anyway, I'm drinking 15 to, I mean, I'm just, I'm just pounding. pounding coffee and I'm not sleeping at night. And I remember going to the doctor, and the doctor, you know, even gave me some sleep medicine. That didn't work. And, and she was like, well, how much coffee are you drinking? I told her, and she's like, I think I might have found your problem. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but that, but I had to do it because I wasn't sleeping, so it was like, it was like the circle of death for me. Um, and so that getting caught up in that cycle will absolutely rob you of your confidence. And then typically when we get caught up in something like that, we crave sugary foods. Yes. And sugary foods gives us it gives us that ten to fifteen minute sugar high, but then our body starts to crash and shut down. So we then we need to eat more, and we come, become so undisciplined. And I'm telling you, um, over the past fifteen to sixteen months, I've become a bigger believer in the power of nutrition than ever before because I'm eating cleaner and healthier than I've ever eaten in my life. Um, I'm down 40 pounds. I'm down uh, five inches in the waist. Um, and I feel better and have more. I mean, you work with me on a consistent basis. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, no more 15 cups of coffee a day. I, but I'm not lacking energy. Like, I don't yeah. walk in here lacking energy. Like, I'm, I'm, He's I'm, ready to go, y'all. I'm fired up right now. I'm fired up right now. <laughs> so, so nutrition has a lot to do with how we feel. And how we feel has a lot to do with how we lead. True. Love that. I'm going to have to put you on blast for a second, Perry. Mm-hmm. Please tell the audience what you have for dinner. Please tell them what Perry Noble Listen, dinners look okay, like. Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. I'll tell them, I'll tell them. Because, <laughs> because this is my... because. Th- Side note, he didn't know I was going to ask this question. Well, no, but but I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Listen, there is no shame and no judgment on this podcast, except from Logan on me right now. Um, I have yogurt. And I, I forgot the brand name of yogurt. I don't even know. It's it's some brand name that's supposed to be like the healthiest yogurt. Cold yogurt. Greek yogurt. Greek yogurt. And I mix it with, um, do what? Chobani. Is that it? I don't, I don't know. know. Either Chobani is either the yogurt or some Italian restaurant I ate at last week. Um, so I, I put two cups of yogurt. And then I put um, a cup of granola, like the kind granola. And I get different kinds. They got like the, the cinnamon and they different got the peanut butter. And then they got the blueberry. The blueberry is amazing. Um, and then I put two and a half scoops of isogenic whey protein powder in there. And I mix it up. And it is filling. <laughs> it is clean. It's easy to clean up. And yeah. I love it. It tastes See, it's like eating dessert for dinner. Dinner. You just sold me on that for breakfast, not dinner. But, you know, I just had to throw you out there like that. Thanks, Logan. Appreciate it. I just it. had to. I'm Anytime. feeling savage this week. You, you can have <laughs> been a little savage. I have. Week. I don't know what's going on. So what is the third thing to keep in mind with our health? Exercise. 
um, got to exercise. And listen, I know a lot of leaders listening to this, they're probably um, on the run um, uh, and, you know, going from point A to point B. I don't have time is nothing more than an excuse because we always find time for what's really important. Um, I, I'm, let, me t- let me just say this. If, if you don't exercise at all, 20 to 30 minutes, four to five times a week, absolutely make a difference it don't have to be a run you can go for a walk and put the treadmill on an incline you can an elliptical's great because i've had people go i got bad knees and i got a bad back well you know i do too but you can do the elliptical you can do a recumbent bike whatever just get started because once again it actually gives you more energy and when you have more energy you feel better and the better you feel the better the better you're going to lead and the better the more it's going to increase your your confidence So those are three solid ways to sum up the fifth, or excuse me, the fourth confidence killer regarding our health. But what is the fifth confidence killer? Confidence killer number five is bad decisions. When we make bad decisions, it absolutely impacts our confidence. Uh Uh-oh, we talking to everybody right now. Y'all better lean in. Well, we've, we've all made bad decisions. And the thing about a bad decision is it doesn't have to define us, and it doesn't have to rob us of our confidence if we're willing to learn from it. Because when we make a series when we make a bad decision or a series of bad decisions, we can focus, I believe, on three things that'll help us make better decisions the next time around, thus avoiding the whole confidence getting killed. Number one, acknowledgement. When it comes to a bad decision, we can't minimize it. Oh, it's not that big of a deal. Okay, no, you you blew a hole in the side of the wall. That's a big deal, okay? Um, you can't make excuses for it. You know, I, I can't stand it when people just start making excuses randomly. Um, and you can't ignore it. Hey, did you know that you got a flat tire? No, I didn't know that. No, I didn't. I, I actually tried to do that one time. Long story. Another, <laughs> another place, another time. Um, We've we got to own it. Um, anything other than owning a bad decision causes us to lose credibility with the people that we lead. That is such a valid point, Perry. It's true. It, it's true. That is so true. So when you say acknowledgement, are you talking public acknowledgement or that private, I was in my quiet time and the Lord forgave me? I would say... Or both. The, so, so the bad decision, the, I would say it needs to be acknowledged to the number of people it affected. So let's say you have a staff of five and a church of 300. If you made a bad decision that affected the five, you don't need to go tell the 300. But if you made a bad decision that affected the 300, then you need to tell the, the 300. Like, so right. it, depend, it depends on the size of the circle that you offended to how public you, you go with like like if I came in one day and you were in here because we got a staff of how many people we got on staff we got a here? lot now we're up to like five we have like five or six between the church and the growth company we got like five or six and if I came in one day and you said how are you doing and I said um shut up and get out of my way oh. you know which I would never do that but 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 what I'm saying is I wouldn't need to call a staff meeting and and apologize to everybody right I would just need to apologize to you apology accepted Perry Noble. thank you so much. So what is the second thing to keep in mind so, when you've made a bad decision? So, so acknowledgement and then evaluation. And under evaluation, we can ask some questions regarding evaluation. First, did I get the right information in order to make the best decision? 
Because sometimes we make bad decisions because we don't have all the information. And if we didn't get the right information, is it because you didn't ask for it? Because sometimes as leaders, we won't ask for information because um, we're either being careless or we know what the answer is going to be. Like, hey, do you like this? I'm only going to ask you, do you like this? If your answer is yes. If I think your answer is <laughs> going to be yes. Exactly, exactly. Um, and um, the other reason that we don't get the right information is people don't feel free enough to share that information with us as leaders. So true. Um, because we, we gather people around the table that either fear us or they either fear telling us the truth. But one of the things I've always said to groups of people that I've had the privilege of leading is please do not allow me to be the emperor with no clothes. The Emperor with No Clothes is a phenomenal leadership book. I mean, you know, I mean, you've heard the fable, right? The Emperor with No Clothes? No. You don't know what I'm talking about? I was not tracking on that story. Okay, well, Logan's going to, Logan just got a reading <laughs> assignment. Oh, it's easy. It's a, it's a kid's story. It's a kid's story. Um, it's not your fault. It's your mom's fault. But I know her. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to Andy later on. We'll deal with it. Um, anyway, it, the, the Emperor with No Clothes is basically a story of two guys that come in and they tell this emperor, we're going to make you these new clothes, but they don't make any clothes. He's completely naked. And they just keep telling him, you look great. You look great. These new clothes look great. They, they look great. They look great. And then the emperor goes on a parade and all the people are like, oh, the clothes look great. And this one little kid goes, he's naked. And everybody goes, oh, he's naked. That's the emperor with no clothes. Um, so everybody was telling him what he wanted to hear, but they wouldn't tell him the truth. And so anyway, that needs to be, we, we're going to do an entire podcast on that. Um, so, so that, that, that's one of the reasons we don't get the right information. The second question that we need to ask under evaluation is, did this decision get the proper amount of my attention? Because the majority of my bad decisions were often made at the end of meetings where I didn't actually want to make the, the best decision. I wanted to do what was easy in order to get the meeting over with. Right. And so did it get our proper amount of time and attention? Um, because the, time and the, the, the amount of time spent on making a decision is usually in proportion to how many people will the decision impact and how much money will the decision cost, and in this order. Because when we place money before people, things can go bad really, mm, really Say quick. it again, Perry Noble. Yes. When we place money before people, things can go bad really quickly. So true. It is. Third question is, was this decision based on emotion? Because... The higher the emotions, the more our judgment becomes clouded. See, it asks me all day. Uh, see, but that's not me. All and you, day. you've seen this though, Logan. You can tell if I get upset or angry, I'll call a timeout. I'll walk out of the room, or I'll say, "We're having a discussion. We're not making a decision." Right. And that's really key if you want to create freedom at a table for people to share their opinion then declare right up front, we're not making a decision today. We're having a discussion. And for some reason, people feel more free to, to share. Express, yeah. yeah. Now, if you say that, you got to follow through. That's a, like an integrity thing. Um, but when a team gets emotional and opinions get divided, the goal becomes to prove a point rather than to find the right decision. And, and, and when teams get super emotional the, the more emotional you become, the harder it gets to push that pause button. 
And what's the third thing to keep in mind when leaders are lacking confidence because of their bad decision? Determination, because bad decisions can rob us of so much joy. But one of the things we got to circle back around to, and, and this is kind of a phrase I circle back to personally a lot, is what's defeated me in the past doesn't get to define me in the future because we're, we're, going, we're not going to make this bad decision again. A bad decision is only a bad decision if we continually make that bad decision. I mean, if we don't learn from it, that's when it's a bad decision. And so if we go through that process that we just outlined, it can really help us make better decisions, which will increase our confidence. I'm not going to lie. I feel really good about this podcast. Maybe because the emotional thing appealed to me, and I saw some... Some personal flaws in that one. Yeah, well, I see personal flaws in all these podcasts, Logan. Um, and not on you, on on me. But uh, that's people ask me, where do you get this stuff? And I'm like, well, I just sit down and write down experience all my mistakes, and then <laughs> we talk about it. So, super- any closing thoughts before next week's final confidence killer podcast? My closing thoughts are: I think the college football playoff system needs to go to six or eight teams. Um, because Agreed. this year, yeah, I do. I mean, there are four teams right now, but I think they need to expand to six or eight. And, um, yeah, that's, that's a pretty hell, strongly held belief right there. Include There's, Georgia. And you said that because? My boyfriend's a dog. She's for the football team. Yeah, he's a dog. Go. Like he's a great man. He's just a dog for the football My team. My boyfriend's a dog. We're going <laughs> to sign off with that. We'll see you next week on the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. We hope you had a blast spending time with us. For more thoughts on leadership, visit Perry's blog at perrynoble.com.